What up, survivors? Welcome to D180, the horror movie podcast, taking you on a ride. Thanks for riding with us. I just fucked that up, but I'm AJ. And, oh, wait. Hold on. <laughs> I'm John A. Well, shit, fuck it. I'm going to be with this. All right. I'm Brittany. It was my fault. I like, because at first, I almost fell out the damn chair. And then when I said thanks, for some reason, I guess the four glasses of wine I had earlier just decided to pop out because I was fine this entire time. But hey, you know what? I needed those four glasses because today we wrapping up our theme, Toy Box Terrors. With this bitch, Annabelle. Oh, wow. Annabelle Creation 2017. Y'all ever had a dumbass toy? Let's not all speak at once. (laughs) Probably. I just can't think of said toys right now. But I'm pretty sure I probably had a dumbass toy. No, all my toys always behave expectantly. And y'all also see that I have a thing for weird, creepy-ass dolls, because like that picture you sent John and I was like oh all of them are cute nothing ever really fucking so I'm bothers not gonna me lie. it's something about older black women and having a bunch of angel figurines all over the goddamn house and <laughs> out of all of the figurines that my nana got in her house there's like three doll ones that are not angels all the other ones are angels also some of them ain't black either they're not, and I wasn't one of the ones who gave her that, so. That one doll right you sent was staring right into you, like into the soul. I opened that picture and I closed it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to post that, post that joint. <laughs> no, that I was, posted in the story. There was we nothing wrong with her. So they see. What do the, you mean? She was staring right she into was your staring. soul. You don't see her staring at the camera? Everybody else was giving America's Next Top Model cycle. You know, when they slowly eliminate the girl. Everybody was giving that. And then you got this hoe just right here staring dead into the camera. I was like, ooh, close this picture. Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. Oh, that's the one that's looking out. That's all. I told y'all I'm weird as fuck. You know what, Brittany? It's just, I mean, we all we all got our little things. But I think for me, circling back to um, disappointing toys, I come to find that my cousins would have toys or nephew, whoever the hell. But when I would get it, like my parents bought it for me, it wasn't as exciting anymore. And this would most likely be like board games or like, did you guys have that... Um, it's not an elephant. What the fuck is it? That elephant that sits in the middle of the floor and his chunk shoots out butterflies and you have to catch them. Nope. Y'all don't know what I'm have, talking about. I know. I, I know what you're talking, talking about. about. I'm saying I don't. Ha- I never had that. Yeah, like I wanted that so bad. Got it. And I and it probably was because like I grew up. I'm the youngest, but I grew up the only because everybody else was out the house by the time I popped out on the scene. So it probably just wasn't fun playing hungry hungry hippos by yourself. That makes sense. I know how hard it is to be the pink and the green and the orange hippo. You know how hard that is? I made my family play with me. Because you know, I mentioned this before, I'm 10 and 12 years older than my brothers. So for nine years, playing by myself or with my Nana and Papa. Learning how to play weird card games, like 500. I'll never forget, and we could go on from this, but you saying playing with your Nana and Papa, when I would go to my granddaddy house, 
he <laughs> he would he had a big pool table and you know how black men are with the pool mm-hmm. table like little kids no 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 if you ain't taller than a stick you can't play so my granddaddy bought me my own little pool table and i swear to god this table was like this big y'all it was this big it was so cool. he would be like squeaky you can sit over here and i had the little That's in my squeaky. ass because y'all can probably hear and y'all can probably imagine when I was younger, my voice is way higher than this. And it's not even high now. It's a little deeper now. But anyway, yeah. And he was like, you can sit over here. You can play with it. And my ass, I sure had a good time with that little Aww. pool table. I will never forget that. Recipe is my granddaddy. If y'all couldn't tell, I'm stalling because I don't feel like talking about this whole Annabelle. Um, All right. So this week we're talking about this whole Annabelle. There's oh. nothing wrong with Annabelle, cause let, let's just be honest with each other. What? All of us need to be honest. Annabelle doesn't do shit. Argue with your mamas, because what does Annabelle do but be a herald for bullshit? Because if you see that motherfucking doll, you can guarantee the doll ain't gonna fuck you up. Whatever's possessing coming through the doll. I'm doing my little arms like this, so y'all can't. See and it's it, like but- y'all made a choice, like demons. Y'all made a choice, and this is what we chose. Out of all the things we could have chose, this is what we went with. Yeah. I actually think that was a portal. Yeah, it's a smart decision. For a demon. It's a really smart decision to choose a doll. Because you can get pretty much all children. Y'all, I'm sorry. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying if you're going to try to get the most people, choose the best. I'm just saying we chose her. That's who you chose. Out of all the things, out of all the dolls you could have chose, you chose her. A white doll that looked uh, looked decent when it was first made. Yeah, I think that was. You thought that was decent? Oh wow! It was decent. You thought she looked decent? That I said decent. Looking struggled. Girl, she looked girl. struggled all her life. <laughs> all her do, life. Don't do that. All her life, she did not have to fight. In yeah, the first couple years, she, she was had fine. To her face she had was to hit. knuckle up. She was hit. Okay. No, you over here shaking your head trying to hug a bitch. No. She had to fight after the little girl died, not before. She was great. She was she, fighting when she was lying. trying to impersonate She wasn't great. She wasn't great then. not a fast pass episode. But she's okay. okay. She was okay, y'all. So I'm not going to sit here and let y'all lie on your dog like that. For the standards they had, that dog she was, was okay. okay. No. She was all right. They could have, you know what they should have did? They should have stuck with the original model. The Raggedy Ann. Exactly. I would have been was- way terrified if you told me this motherfucking raggedy ant. Because first of all, first of all, first of all, just time out real quick. I'm let's find a goddamn doll. Let's just think about because we've all seen the picture. Survivors walk with us. Y'all have all seen that picture of the Warren's Museum with the raggedy ant doll just motherfucking posted in that box. The bitch look like she's saying, "Try it if you want to." I Go look at it. I'll sit here and wait. Go look at the picture. I'll She's wait. sitting there like this. Got a nigga try me, try me. I'ma get his whole motherfucking farmer. And the shit say what? Positively, do not touch, bitch. I'm not coming within ten feet. Like, no, 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 no. And then I've read that the people who be playing and like Darla tap tap tapping on the glass and stuff they be getting into accidents after they leave the motherfucking place no 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 because why are you touching the glass no you shouldn't be exactly that's your dummy ass fault but no 
Absolutely not. That Raggedy Ann doll would have set my heart on fire, honey. No. Absolutely not. But I'm just saying, I think my beef with Annabelle is just like, first of all, bitch, you ain't special. Two, how the fuck you gonna look like the struggle and not be scary? Three, like Brittany said, you really just sat there the whole time. Like, at the end, you kind of moved your hair, but I feel like the demon did that for you. Like, Girl, y'all gonna have to get off Annabelle like that. At least her looks. You Everything. need to get off Annabelle dick. She ain't got one. Don't you mean to do this to me? All I said was she aight. We ain't finna argue about I'm me saying the motherfucker aight. I'm just trying to figure out why you trying to stand up for a bitch that ain't gonna bark for herself. Boom. Good night. That's fine. I'm not about to keep barking at a bitch who ain't <laughs> Anyway. I just said she was I and I argue for argument's sake, okay? <laughs> At this point in time, I really don't give a damn. I just have to argue because I've, made, I've stated my claim and I'm not going to back down. That's all this is at this point. <laughs> if you guys are new here, hi. I know you guys are probably like, what the fuck is happening on this show? What did I walk into? <laughs> oh, Welcome shit. to the park. <laughs> We are a weekly horror movie review podcast where Brittany and I introduce our friend Janae to horror movies. So we're taking a ride on our last movie of the month, which you already know what it is because we didn't spend like, what, like four, five minutes ranting about it. But that means that we are going to be getting into a new theme for the next episode. But if you want to know what that is, you got to stick around to the end of the episode. So Annabelle's creation, to be exact, because we never clarified which one we were doing in case you didn't read the title. Annabelle creation is currently streaming on Netflix and HBO Max. And with that being said, let's go right ahead and get into... Park Recommendations. So this movie, as I was watching it, I feel like I did this last time. The first movie it definitely made me think of was Ouija Origin of Evil that came out in 2016. I don't know if any of you guys have seen that one, but the reason it made me think about it and anybody that's seen it, you can see the connection already is the first Annabelle sucked ass. Like what the fuck was that? The first Ouija, okay, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. It's actually kind of not that bad. It's PG-13, so you can't expect too much from it, but. I can see where people was upset, but the overall consensus is is bad. The second movie, Annabelle Creation, and this one that I'm speaking about now, they're both prequels, and they do a fucking good job. A fucking good job. And Lulu Wilson that's in this movie is in this one, so you should definitely check that one out. Oh, my second one was freaking Lights Out. I name-dropped this movie a lot. This movie came out in 2000. 16? I think this came out in 2016 too, I think. But um, this one is also directed by David F. Sandberg, who directed this movie. And if you've seen the movie, if you know about Diana, you can kind of see some of the similarities. But Lights Up really fucked me up, even though a lot of people don't think it's scared, but y'all know I'm scared of the dark. So, boom, get into those two. All right, y'all. You want to watch another movie about some kids fucking some shit up? Really? Yeah, it is kids fucking some shit up. Hit up. What the fuck year did this come out at? I don't know. Hit up Sinister. I think that shit came out in like... 2012. Thank you. 
2012, like I, like I actually said, because um, a bitch didn't know. She was going to fuck around and say like 10 and was going to be dead ass wrong. But fuck around with Sinister. That shit is one of my favorites for obvious reasons. Um, it was probably the home videos part that really touched me deeply. Survivors, if you have any park recommendations that match our ride today, you can let us know on our Twitter or hit us up in our DMs. So this was my first Annabelle movie from the Conjuring universe. Which I had gotten wrong because I was under the impression we talked about this before. I thought she had seen them all. And I was like, oh, yeah, cause I'm going to let her do this because I don't want to talk about this bitch. So I'm going to let her talk about it. And then she was like, what made you think I right. wanted to talk about her? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> this was my um, first watch of this one. I've seen the first movie. Um, don't know if I'm interested in seeing the Come Home one. Yeah, I don't know. I was about to say maybe the completionist in me might. And especially because it's I think it's streaming right now anyway. So I might just go ahead and Yeah, I might. But that's like a, a low might. Like don't don't ask me about it next week because the answer is no. <laughs> okay, y'all. Um I don't know what number watches is. It's maybe number four for me of watching this one. I don't, see the co- I don't think I've seen all the Conjurings and Annabelle's and The Nun. Oh my fucking God, I saw The Nun. I'm so sorry I wasted my time. Girl, me too, because I watched that with my little brother. He fell asleep. I'm sitting there like, the fuck is this? That shit was disappointing. I know we aren't talking about The Nun right now. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. I hope we never talk about it ever again after this. I have to be held hostage to talk about The Nun. It have to be against my against my will I'm and y'all gonna, know i love the conjuring universe so i was highly disappointed i'm gonna talk about i'm gonna talk shit about that movie the entire time entire fucking time from the time we start to the time we end you will hear nothing good come out of my mouth for that movie a waste of money a lot of it but um yeah this is like my fourth time watching this movie i don't know why i've watched it so many times i guess because yeah i don't either me either i'm Okay, I'm not going to sit here and stunt. Let me not sit here and stunt like that hard. But also, yes. Now, if you tell me this was a span from 2017 to now, then I'm like, okay, that's fine. Oh, no, it's been since it came out. It hasn't been like I just did watch okay. it back to back. It's just that I have a thing where I watch movies. So if I miss something, I watch it again, like immediately after I go back and watch it a second time, just so I can make sure I get it. And then I just go back and end up watching it again. And then I end up doing the same process. So if I say I've watched it like four times, it means I've watched it like twice. But in the two times I've watched it, yeah. I keep watching it over and over again. Um, gotcha. I watched this movie twice in preparation for this episode. Do y'all same. know that I fell asleep in the same parts? Damn. Oh. <laughs> I'm watching this movie. Same. Not same. <laughs> and I'm just so confused how I fall asleep, fell asleep at the exact same parts of the movie. Oh shit! Well, I think we gonna have a point of contrition here, y'all, because um, this one is all right to me. I don't dislike it. I'm I not dis- saying that. Oh, I don't I, dislike I'm not saying movie. that I don't like it. I'm just saying yeah. that my ass fell asleep in the same parts twice. Oh no! Some people really don't like this movie because um, is this one and then the third one they be feeling the type of way about. But for me, it was the first one that I had an issue with, and then the other ones was like, all right, 
I, well, I, y'all know I say I I ain't say that it was the best. Just like how I said Annabelle looked alright, but got fucking jumped on. But it's alright. The bitch can hold her own because she still look I I ain't changing what the fuck I said. Anyways, this movie was directed by <laughs> David F. Sandberg, written by Gary Doberman, produced by Peter Safran and James Wan. James Wan. This movie stars Stephanie Sigmund as Sister Charlotte. Talitha Bateman as Janice, Lulu Wilson as Linda, who also happened to play young Shirley in Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> I was talking about her earlier in my perk recommendation. When I seen her in this movie, I kind of had an expectation for what I thought. Expectations subverted. I'm like, okay, Lulu. She did good. She did great. Anthony LaPaglia. I hope I said that right. As Samuel Mullins, Miranda Otto as Esther Mullins. And when I saw her, I said, oh, not the aunt from Sabrina. Right. It was weird seeing her in bright ass colors. We just seen her in like dark shit. Grace Fulton as Carol, who was a young Melinda in The Ghost Whisperer. That was my show. I'm not familiar with that show, but I knew I knew her from something. But I couldn't place it, and I don't know if that's still it. But her face just yeah, her face is very familiar. familiar. I was actually pretty sad that they canceled the Ghost Whisperer. That was the grab was a great show. I used to watch that with my mama. We have Philippa Court, Philippa Colt Hard as Nancy. Her face was very recognizable too. She was in this very short-lived show, only one season. When ABC caught the catch. And it used to come on, I want to say, after How to Get Away with Murder. Maybe that's why I've heard. I'm like, I've heard of that. Of course, I've never watched it. Of course, I've never I gave it a chance. It, but I've heard but it got canceled real fast. We have Samara Lee as Annabelle B. Mullins. Taylor Buck as Kate. Who... I'm like, oh, who is this? I like her face. Girl, why she is in Tyler Perry's Assistant Living and then she's on some CW show that I don't watch? Yes, girl, you better get your coin because they did you dirty as hell in this movie. Right. I said, damn, where'd she go? <laughs> <laughs> like, because it, it was like parts where I just felt like she was either disappearing or I was just like, where the fuck did she go? Like, I see everybody else, but I don't see her. All right. And then we have Lulu Saffron as Tyranny. How random that you have two Lulus on set. But I also have to add, I don't know if you caught this, but we have somebody in this cast who is a second time park visitor. We have Brad Greenquist, who plays Victor Palmieri, who played Victor Pascal in Pet Cemetery, which I was trying to figure out, was this some type of fucking weird connection? Because why the fuck was both of their names Victor? And if you know, like, okay, because I've only seen the first Annabelle movie. I ain't seen The Comes Home, so don't be jumping on me about continuity and all that shit. But if you've seen the first one, then you kind of know what vibes I'm trying to pick up. And I'm just trying to figure out, like, somebody tell me, is this supposed to be, like, a fake Victor Pascal? Like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Cinematography was done by Maxime Alexandre, edited by Michael Aller, Aller, 
music by Benjamin Walfish. And we have a few production companies listed here. We have New Line Cinema, Atomic Monster Productions, The Saffron Company, and Rat Pack Dune Entertainment. And then it was distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures. So y'all can definitely go down below for some show notes. I, I'm not being funny. I did not care to look up any background info for y'all. Anything that I actually do have to say about background stuff will be in like the actual review. No, I'm not being funny. I'm just, I I found y'all a documentary. Y'all can listen to them say it versus listening to me say it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. We can just go ahead and get in line for this Q line for real, for real. So. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, alrighty. <laughs> I hope that bitch come tap on your window. You gonna get her ass tapped, okay? <laughs> Playing with me. Step in line. Your number is near. Follow the signs. Your time is here. All right. So, I wanted to wrap up this month's theme with the shiny little bow. No, you wanted to start some shit. Let me just stop you <laughs> in your tracks no right shit. now. Because no, here's no the shit. thing. Period. Here's the thing. <laughs> so a couple weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, when we did our dolls episode. Y'all all know that the audio fucked up and you guys didn't really get to hear what we ended up getting at the end. But in the shows that will follow, because obviously all of this stuff is pre-recorded, we were talking about how I was upset that I got in a test result that I didn't want to get. So in the Dolls episode, I'll just insert clip right here. Previously. Because why the fuck would I get Annabelle? <laughs> just, what? Do I, do I give sitting in the fucking rocking chair to you? Like, what the? This is the most disrespectful thing that has ever happened to me in this park. Okay. I just want to say it is incredible. Don't be fucking rude. Like, mm. okay, so y'all see, I got motherfucking Annabelle, and I feel like John Day trying to like fuck around with me and make me do this quiz because I'm fucking telling you, I get Annabelle again. Done. It's gonna be okay. I'm not talking. It's all right. I'm not talking. At least you didn't get five. Minutes. Well, you did get the doodle bear, but at least you were happy about getting the doodle bear. I'm. I was happy with who I got. If I remember correctly, I think I got um Chucky. Very fitting. So you just want to rub it in. <laughs> well, what I was trying to say before I was rudely interrupted dun dun. <laughs> is that we are going to answer seven questions to find out which demonic doll is going to kill us. Isn't that a perfect way to end this month's theme? Ashley's not amused. Okay. Because I'm just saying, if I go down, because the thing is, Annabelle wouldn't even be the one killing me. She gonna send the goons, which is some buff shit. But no, girl, do it yourself. I mean, why? <laughs> Punk ass. Why she gotta do it herself when she got other motherfuckers that'll do it for her? Stop defending her. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. I've already staked my claim. I have to go ahead and die in it. <laughs> I gotta oh go. Gosh. All right. First question. Pick a notorious serial killer. Ghostface, Michael Myers, Jason, or Freddy Krueger? Well, if you follow us on TikTok, we all know who I'm not picking. 
Ah, we all know who I am picking, though. Freddy! <laughs> pick a pet. Pick a pet for the Rugrat, bitch. Hell yeah. I'm picking Michael. Oof. Because y'all are some haters. Oof. Damn. All right, I gotta pick somebody. Shit. Well, all right. Look, y'all. You know I ain't picking Ghostface because unless it's unless it's number four. If it's number four, I'm picking that motherfucker hands down. But if it's any of the other ones, fuck you. Um, Jason, I'm sorry, but I think you really got a skin condition you need to fix and get out the water. You've kind of got a little soggy. I'm not gonna pick you. Stop looking at me like that. Uh, you gonna whoop your ass. I'm not <laughs> taking you whenever I go to a Camp Nobo, whatever, whatever in New Jersey. Nobosoki, whatever. First of all, no. I'm gonna die. What do you mean? <laughs> because, y'all, I don't know how to put this. If I see that there's a killer running around that's not gonna die and can walk slow as fuck and take me the fuck out, I'm going to help him. I'm gonna take me the fuck out. I'm going to do it. Don't worry about it. So you won't find me. Um, you'll just find me in the back somewhere. Just put some leaves over me so that way my family can find me because I'm my mom's only daughter. Um, sorry to go so bleak, survivors, but I do say this about every episode. <laughs> so I guess I'm gonna pick Freddie. Honorable mention though, Michael. Boom. What would be the worst way to die? Drowning, burning to death, demonic possession. Being buried alive. Okay, no, for real, for real. Being buried alive, because you there for a minute and you're aware that you are like, bitch, don't let you be in a damn box under the ground. That's fucked. Like, you good news is if you're being buried alive, but without the box, hopefully, if you're lucky, either you'll suffocate first or the pressure from the dirt or caving your le- caving your chest and you'll die fairly quickly. Brittany, what the fuck? I'm just that, saying that doesn't help. <laughs> right. That does not help. I was talking about my the thing about burning to the death. My thing about burning the death is like how what type of burn? Like am I in a fiery room? Was it an explosion and the shit was pretty instant? Like, you know, demonic possession, bitch. Why you gotta use me? Like, damn, drowning. I heard that drowning is terrible. But I feel like out of all of these, the one that I would be the most scared of so much so that I have told my family that when I die, do not put my ass in the ground. I know I'm dead, but don't. It's being buried alive. I don't want to be buried dead. So it's that one. I'm actually going with that one, too, because I don't like not being able to breathe. And actually, you already seen me when I couldn't breathe on a fucking airplane. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> Every time <laughs> I just be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, shit. Well, since I technically drowned when I was younger, didn't die. Huh? Oh, yeah, I drowned when I was younger. Um, I would never want that shit to happen again ever in my life. So the worst way for me to die would be to drown. Because let me tell you, for anybody who has never drowned before, that shit is terrifying. Because one, if it's sunny, you see all the light reflecting off the water and you're just sitting there floating, but you can't fucking breathe. You cannot scream because no one can hear you, but you can't go up. You just sit there and you kind of sink down low, but you're not technically sinking. You're just kind of bobbing and your lung, like everything's leaving you. That shit is horrible. First of all, it burns. Second, you were just terrified. And I was a kid. Um, 
no, I never want that shit to happen again. So drowning is the worst way for me just because I've previously experienced it. All right. Now choose a demonic entity. The nun, Pennywise, Babadook, or Samara? I'm going with Samara. Um, I don't know. Is that seeing what Samara did to that little girl? <laughs> the Babadook. I haven't seen that movie, so I can't even. You haven't seen the ring? No, the Babadook. No, the oh. Babadook. I messed with the Babadook the long way, but I also messed with Pennywise the long way too. But okay, okay. I couldn't even so go with I the nun Pennywise, the nun was trash. Fucking terrible. Fuck her. Fuck her. Fuck her. Um, if I choose Pennywise, can Pennywise do like the refrigerator? He need to do the dance for me. Float. He got to do the dance for me. I don't want the dance. No, <laughs> I want to come out the refrigerator. That's what I want. I want him to shake them shoulders and walk towards me. And then, like, act like he gonna bite my hand. Like, can I get that? I'm picking him. Just fuck it. I'm picking him. Oh. I'm picking Pennywise. Because <laughs> I, I really want the ventriloquist scene down in my basement. Like, every time I come down there, he's holding a different motherfucker talking with a voice no, and shit. No, the fuck? I'm talking about your float. What is wrong? Your float, too. I'm like, well, don't worry about it, nigga. I just came down here for some ice cream. You want some? Because it's Hagen Doss. You good? All right. Well, you continue <laughs> down here. I'm by. I'm going. Girl, right. what? What's up? What is wrong with you? We're having a puppet show downstairs every night. It's cool. <laughs> Different no. one every day. She wanted to come out the refrigerator dancing. That's expected. <laughs> what you or is wild. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> so because I want my own personal doll show every night. There's nothing wrong with me. They're dead people that he's marionetting. They don't have to be dead people. I think they do gotta be dead. <laughs> I mean, he's he's lived a long time before he ended up in my basement, so I can't change the past. As long as he don't get no new ones, we good. I can't really get rid of the old ones. He still exists. I'm pretty sure that they're not gonna be old. Hey, yo, you two stop it. Stop but it's not going to be me. Johnny, who are you picking? It's not going to be Bree, me. Stop it. I picked Samara. You, picking? <laughs> you did. Go to number four. <laughs> if you were in a horror movie, which character <laughs> would you be? The first one to die. The one Brittany. who doesn't believe in anything and dies as a result. Wait, fuck you, Ash. Who should be the first one to die? <laughs> fuck you. You said that earlier. No, I said I was gonna take myself out. I didn't say I would be the first one. I said if I seen someone else going, I'd be the one that took. I'd be like, all right, peace out. I'm going on my own terms. The unexpected survivor or the hero? I'm gonna be the unexpected survivor. Yeah, that is you. <laughs> because I believe um, in everything, so I wouldn't die on the account of not believing shit. Because I'm gonna believe you the first time you tell me. Yeah. That wouldn't be me either. I don't know if I would be the unexpected survivor. Because I low-key feel like if this was Cabin in the Woods, people would put me in the horror category wrongfully. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I just feel like I feel like I would just automatically get put in the horror I'd be category. The, if it makes me feel better, I'd be the fool. 
They be like, that bitch, foolish. Go right there. <laughs> Go right there. I be like, damn, why I can't be the nerd? Like, I can't be Randy? Damn. Okay, Kirby? No? Okay. Thanks. Um, I don't... Okay, see, like, if they said unexpected hero, I could have went with that. Because... I ain't saving nobody. Every man for himself. Oh, yeah. Bitch. I'm like, I don't know. I, I just feel like, yes, I would be me. I got to put me first, Lucius. Um... But I also, I'm not the first one to die either. I don't think. And then watch, I fuck around, be the first one to die. Yeah, you would. You would be. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> now you know how it feel, huh? I'm a, I'm, ooh. Cause it, no, cause ain't none of these, I don't, you know what? I'm gonna hype myself up. I'm gonna be the hero today. No, you. I don't even feel that. Yeah, I'm gonna be the hero. All right, y'all. I'm going to tell you my answer, but I got to explain it. I'm pick the une unexpected survivor only because I'm helping the villain. So I... Brandy, what the fuck? That's the only thing I can make this... That is the only way I can make that this makes work. makes sense. Only way. Because, I mean, I don't think I'm going to be the first one to die. I know I believe in everything. And you goddamn wrong if you think I'm going to be the hero. The hero. <laughs> like, I'm going to put this fucking cape on. And be like, dun, 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 save a bitch. No, no. Y'all can never look at this face and be like, she's going to save me. You you might be better off thinking I'm going to kill you than save you. Because one of those might happen. The other one will only happen in hell. Um, that's about it for me. So I'm going to be the unexpected survivor because I probably took you out. So I could leave. Like the villain let me go because he was like, damn, you did my work for me? Yeah, just... um. You can let me go. Oh, we finna knife fight. Or he way kill you because you didn't oh, no. work for him. No, I, I, I mean, I did say I'm a knife fight my way out of this. Like, fuck you. Fuck what you mean. I will fight from this. Like, yeah, I don't know which one. So you I want. guess for number five, you picking the steak knife. Yeah. Well, well, I'll let John A read it. <laughs> the question <laughs> is quick. Something scary broke into your home. What would you use to defend yourself? Hairspray, a steak knife, baseball bat, or a lamp? Give me that knife. I'm going to get up close and personal. I know them points. Well, I don't have any lamps in my home. So it wouldn't be a lamp. Um, it definitely wouldn't be hairspray. But it would be a toss-up between a steak knife and a baseball bat. It would probably be a knife. Only because I keep the bat in my car. So I wouldn't have the bat in the house. When okay. I was in my parents' house, I used to sleep with the butcher knife in my pillow. So. She oh. <laughs> like me. Because. Um, no, I was going to say no. Unpopular opinion. That hairspray might hit, though. Especially if you're a black girl, if you're a black girl, if you're a black girl, and you got that got to be spray, bitch. Have you ever sprayed that accidentally in your face? Burned. That shit's like pepper spray. And guess who the fuck got an eight pack under their sink? Um, not an eight pack. pack. I was not expecting sure an do. eight pack now. I sure the fuck do. I sure do. And it's it's aging nicely because I have not been wearing wigs, so I just got this shit stocked up. Um, and I just feel like, cause you remember, and I know you haven't watched Stranger Things, Johnny, but my, for my people who have, <clears throat> remember 
when they came home to surprise Dustin for coming home from summer camp and Dustin got scared because why the fuck you surprising people? And he sprayed poor Lucas in the eye with that Farrah Fawcett hairspray. So I'm saying, because here's the thing with the baseball bat, if I swing that and the shit catch it, it might overpower me and take the bat from me and now it's going to whip my ass. A steak and knife, I'm not trying to get that close. I ain't got no lamps in my house. I got big lamps. I'm not about to swing that. If I swing that, I better knock you out. Um, Hairspray. And I got range, too. And it's going to make the full... You, were, you went really tame with the hairspray. Like, I, I thought she was going to be like, flame throw it out. But she was like, oh, blind them. I was like... I could. I could, because I, I, I keep a lighter by my bed. And there are three lighters downstairs. So we could do it. And it's candles throughout the house. So a lighter ain't an issue. Boom. All right. So I'm thinking that hairspray. What scares you the most? Living in a haunted house, being possessed by a demon, being cursed, someone breaking into your house. I have a qualifying question. Y'all ready? So the being possessed by a demon and the being cursed, um, do I get to keep my consciousness? Like, do I get to, you know still be me but channel the demon's powers so if you're you possessed you taking over yeah so when you're cursed you're not necessarily like gone you're just like oh yeah i curse you to blah 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 blah. so you're still yourself being possessed by a demon you gone but you in a second place hi i probably need to know we can continue so i can decide i just need to strike them two out real quick Right now, the thing that scares me the most is someone breaking into my house. Hell the fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Because first the of all... The other three are adorable. Yeah, I'm like living in a honey house. I could get with that. Like, y'all seen Encanto, Casita? I could, I could get with that. Being cursed, I can, I can learn how to live with that. I can find out what the trigger is. Just Listen, I got somebody who can handle <clears throat> if I can reverse the fact if I'm cursed and I have somebody who can reverse me being possessed by a demon. So, and then if my house is haunted, we can figure that shit out real easy, too. I'm like, yeah, possessed by a demon, I just feel like you would never catch me in a situation to be possessed by a demon. So, breaking into the house, bitch, no, that's the one. Mm. I know, you looking at these dolls? See, no, that's not what, I think living in a haunted house, but that's mostly because I've seen Hill House. That's what does it for me. Again, oh, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call some people, and we're gonna get that haunted house situation fixed, just like they call Father Massey. But what if, what if it's like the, what if it's like um, which paranormal? The first paranormal activity where them a fucker like I, right, I, I can't, I can't help you with this shit. I gotta go. You know, that nigga left really fucking fast. No, because really if did. he says no, I got like ten more on standby. What if all 10 leave you? Like, I look, um, it's really a you problem. And honestly, and if you get to five and they be like, you should probably stop because we pissing the house off. No. And, you know, day, day seven come and we, we don't even know where the fuck you went. No. Because you don't call because so many people. What did I say? Uh, Brittany, if you don't pick a thing. My mentor. <laughs> is that bitch? Nothing enough to say, like, period. Period. Okay, well, my... My, well, you know, I, I don't have the mentor to save me. And, you know, if they want to break in my house, by all means, try it. That's literally on you. You are braver than I, because I am definitely in this bitch. And Maslow's going to have a nice little snacky snack. 
And then I got to put his ass on a diet because you probably weighed more than he was supposed to eat for the day. All right. And he's only supposed to eat like three pounds of food. So I know you went over that. Last question. Choose a diabolical looking doll. This first doll. We got a blonde doll that looked like Goldie Locks. And she looked like Sherry Moon Zombie, y'all. She is on her Sherry Moon Zombie right now. It's giving Living Dead Girl. It's giving... One eye um, open. Bloody. It's giving House of a Thousand Corpses. It's giving Three from Hell. She looked like um, Sherry Moon Zombie at the end of Devil's Rejects. And if you yeah. ain't seen the end, yeah. you, you, you literally the very, very end. That's what she literally. Like. Yes, that's exactly what this doll looked like. It's cute. The second doll got one eye that's glowing, and uh, in the background you got some type of demonic. That's Lucy. That's baby Lucy Daisy cousin. Probably so. And sitting on that little um, why she is... got little puff balls on her head too on the side. Why is that? Um, she had a black daddy. The pentagram on the ground. There you go. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get that out. <laughs> then we got this third dog that don't got eyeballs and it's bloody and bald and you like got sharp teeth. He might. And then this last doll is a fucking clown. Literally. It looked like the clown from Hell House LLC had a baby. And it's crying tears of blood. That cries blood. Yeah. So I'm picking Sherry Moon Zombie. Same, because that's the only one I don't look creepy. Okay, I don't want to see my result. I'm going to wait. Ew. Well, well, fuck it. You know what? I'm picking the one that's, um, I'm lying, y'all. I'm picking Sherry Moon Zombie. The other one's just on appeal to me. I mean, okay. So I'm not going to say ew because I am not mad at my answer, but I'm saying ew because of the the version that I'm looking at. Aww. I got Buddy. That's fine. I will buddy ass when he will my ass, but it's okay. I'll take it. This isn't a Chucky. What? That's going to kill me. I got Chucky too. Like Charles? Like Charles? I I mean, I got buddy. No, this is this. Oh. All of us got buddy? Yeah. Oh, that's that 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 boy name? Buddy? buddy? Yeah. Shout out my nigga buddy. I ain't see the Charles play (laughs) remake, so that's why I'm looking at this like, ew. I refuse to die by Don't him. do Buddy like that. Do not, do not, do not play Buddy. Do not play Buddy. He don't now, look, I know. He don't look too kosher. Not kosher. Buddy, Buddy is adorable as in he's so ugly, he's cute. Like, as you watch the movie, he just gets more adorable. He got a face only a mother could love. You know his eyes remind me of and his face remind me of? The Beast from B-Movie. Oh, my God. Exactly. It looked like they turned one of the bees from Bee Movie into a human doll. Yeah, I'm sorry, but he's not going to kill me. Um, I, I got him. That's not, well, one, that's not his regular face, but you got to see his regular face. If this was his regular face, I don't know. That's not his regular face, but I'm fine with Buddy. I love Buddy. He's cute. Before we get on our ride, we have to do Survivor shout-outs. And so this is where, at the end of the month, we shout-out our patrons for being awesome survivors. 
first up on our list, new patrons, Jazz from Girl That's Scary. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And then we have another new survivor or exclusive survivor, Sheree and Trent from A Nightmare on Fear Street. Hey, friends. Hey, y'all. Then we have Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Hi, Brandon. And Nita. Hey, Nita girl. Hello, Nita. Nita needs to drop this baby, okay? All right, Aww, love you, bye. baby. <laughs> Bianca. Hey, Bianca. Hello, Bianca. Cody. Coco, Coco. Cody, I argue just for you. It's all for you, Cody. It's all for you. And last but not least, that little booty eating pirate himself. Oh my god. Daniel! Let me tell you how last week I was in the gym, right? And I finally listened to our episode Two Girls, One Clown Ass Nigga. And I died. I died. That shit was so fucking funny. Hello, <laughs> Donnell. It is I, your favorite. What am I? Chaotic? Chaotic neutral? Your little chaotic starter. I'm here. The survivors, if you want to be added to our survivor shout-out list, you can join our Patreon for as low as $3 and check out the other benefits we have down below. But with that being said, you can get ready because when we come back, we'll be getting into 2017's Annabelle Creation. And she look alright. Girl, bye. This is our new orphanage. It's as big as a castle. Feel free to use the house as you see fit. Mrs. Mullins and I stay down here. Your rooms are upstairs. Locked. And it stays that way. Hello? You're the moon's daughter, aren't you? Can you help me? What do you need? Janice says she's seen your daughter. My daughter has been dead for a very long time. She was taken from us at an early age. We prayed to see our beloved girl again. The contact started small. But then it wanted permission to move into a doll so that it could be with us forever. We said yes. It's because I'm the weakest. It's the doll. 
The devil. Annabelle? So I actually like the trailer for this movie. Um, it was okay. I think the only thing that kind of got me, but I wasn't too mad at it. Because obviously y'all know how we do. We watch the trailer after we see the movie. Um, that one scare that you get would be at the window. I guess because the way it was edited in the trailer didn't make me too mad, but I was still like, damn, if I had seen this and then seen the movie, it kind of would have ruined it for me. But at the same time, I knew when that scene happened, that was going to happen anyway, without having seen in the trailer. Not exactly with the face, but you know, but yeah, it was cool. It was all right, trailer. Um, I appreciated <laughs> the fact it let you see how Annabelle looks when she was just created. You know, when she was all shiny and she looked all right. Stop staring at me like this. Both of y'all have the same tattoo. <laughs> facial expression. Because, girl, you really capping. Anyways. You capping right I can't now. have a hat on my hair. I'm sorry. The dial transfer right now is too new. So, no, I'm not capping at this moment. The movie starts out with Sam Mullins making the doll who we now know as Annabelle when his daughter slides a note under his shop door to come and find her. He leaves the shop to go find her and it's the cutest little game of hide and seek. But I just want to put it like a little pin right here because he had a branding iron, right? And he like branded his wood. I just ordered a branding iron for my business and that scene made me so excited to get it in the mail so that I can use that bitch. I mean, well, since we're talking about branding, um, when the one is being drawn on Annabelle's back, we see that like this is the first out of 100 dolls. They tried to do that with CGI and it didn't work. So they just had to like, or no, they tried to do it with like handwritten and it didn't work. So they had to do it with CGI. I can feel that because I'd be writing stuff over and over and I'd be like, damn, is my handwriting really this fucked? Probably. It is. Because <laughs> I'll be feeling the same way. Like, I wish they would have gave, like, actual handwriting courses and classes growing up instead of just figuring it out. With right and left-handed teachers. Do you know how hard it is? First of all, because the thing is, real short, I think I told y'all this before, I was right-handed. I burnt my right hand in kindergarten when we was learning how to write. Clearly, I couldn't just sit there and not do work. So I had to learn how to write with my left hand. And my teacher was right-handed. So this was not fucking helping me. And I still write upside down to this day and don't care. Damn. (laughs) I definitely write like this. Y'all can't see survivors. But if you've seen a left-handed person write upside down, you already know. I can turn my wrist the other way. I just don't care to. (laughs) <laughs> oh no you are right but yeah enough about me and my left-handed issues and john they trying to experiment <laughs> seeing if she can write like me um there's a whole opening scene i'm like sis first of all rule number one don't copy what another movie does because it's just gonna make me want to go watch that movie i almost stopped this to watch child's play too 
just off the opening scene. I'm like, girl, you're going to do the same damn near same thing. The eyes were dead giveaway. And you was looking rough. You was looking rough. Oh, we, go, we like, going there? The you get created rough. We going there? Really? We going we there? Here. No, we're not here. We've been here. We're not here. No, ma'am. Because that doll did not look skirt, rough. Skirt, that doll skirt. was fucking shiny as I, the shit. She had some bright ass eyes. First of you all, what, her wood was freshly pressed. All right. She had just got the fuck. This is 1943. So I guess I guess that was quote unquote shiny for 1943. Exactly. Shiny. You're you know, you're using presentism at this moment in time because nothing was wrong with that doll. At 1943, she was I. It's all right. You can roll your eyes all you want. That doll was I. Right. Wasn't shit wrong with that doll. She might have been creepy looking, but she was all right. I ain't say she was creepy. I said she was struggling. No, she Hits. creepy would have creepy would have helped her. Okay. No, she didn't look hit till a couple years later. We're gonna get to that. But she looked fucked up then. But right now, she still had her little pretty on. She she but I mean she wasn't that pretty anyways. But she looked aight. Ain't shit wrong with being aight. You make some it's not. It's not, but you you just giving her a lot of credit right now. You're gassing her right now. I'm not gassing her. I ain't say the bitch was like medium. I didn't even say she was top level. You know when you go to the lamb, when you go to restaurants and you get them damn, or you go to Applebee's and you get that little $2 margaritas or whatever and that, that little bottom shelf liquor they put in there. That real, that liquor that you really probably shouldn't drink, but they give it to your ass anyways and that margarita ricks that come in that bag. That's what she is. See that that would be Buddy. That would be Buddy. No. I wouldn't know. No, no, that's Buddy. No, but Buddy is their version of a Long Island iced tea. If Applebee's is Long Island, not the top shelf. It's the ice. and that's good too. But that's good. Annabelle too. is the one that they have the promotions on. They get all the people. Annabelle to come in. is the tap water that comes out the bathroom sink. Nigga, not the bathroom um, sink. Don't do her like this. She is not the bathroom the last sink thing. tap water. The last thing I want to say is she, she is not <laughs> is, she is just the regularly distributed alcohol that comes in the bag for everybody else rubbing alcohol all right and the last thing I want to say about this scene is we also get the intro to the song you're on my sunshine which definitely gave me um Jane Doe vibes autopsy of Jane Doe even though it's not the same song but it just you know using an old tone love that movie like, kind of creepy me too. Annabelle's delight. After church, the family gets a flat on the way home. As Mr. Mullins is fixing the flat, a bolt falls off into the middle of the street, thinking she's helping B steps into the middle of the road to get the bolt and is instantly hit by a car. Now, I was not expecting them to show her get hit. Bruh, they showed that girl gets fat. <laughs> I said, oh, like my mouth. Because here's the thing. Like I said, we in the 1940s, 50s, whatever fuck. Them cars was loud as hell. Mm-hmm. You ain't hear that? But see, the thing about it is the, uh, the mama said that the car was coming. Oh, yeah, this car is coming. We could ask them for help. But baby girl wasn't right. looking for the car. She saw that bolt and she was like, I'll get it. Dead. Intention span of children. And I'm just like, sis, like, they didn't teach you look left, look right. Probably not because they live in the fucking middle of the nowhere. No, they did not. She was literally just like, I want to help. I'm a help. And that car helped them have no children. 
So one thing I do notice is that after she gets hit, the doll falls on the floor and you see like the left side of the whole doll is missing. I don't know if this was intentional, but not the exact doll. That would be fucking creepy if it was the exact doll, but it just was odd to me that later, and y'all know this is spoiler territory, so I ain't got to hold back. But um, I just thought it was a coincidence that Miss Mullen's left side of her face was fucked up and the doll's left side of the face was fucked up. So I didn't know if that was on purpose, but I thought it was cool. Title card. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's 12 years later and we meet Linda and Janice making a promise to each other on the bus that they're going to be adopted together. They're headed to the Mullins residence along with six other girls and Sister Charlotte. The Mullins invited them to come stay at their humble abode after the previous orphanage was closed. When they arrive at the Mullins residence, we see that Janice is left slightly disabled after a bout with polio, but she's managing well. Okay, so what did y'all call the little... I don't want to say it because I don't want y'all to like think of what I'm saying. Crutch. Second guess yourself. No, 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 no. What did y'all call the little toy? Like the cootie catcher. uh, You called it that? Uh It was not a cootie catcher? We called it a fortune teller. Oh. (laughs) Like I know it's called, I know some people call it that a coochie, uh, not a coochie, (laughs) a cootie catcher, (laughs) but. A coochie catcher. <laughs> but no, we called it fortune teller. A cootie catcher. The Brynn, you know what we talking about the thing Janice was playing with? Yeah. yeah. What did you call that? Shit, I don't know anymore. But it wasn't a cootie catcher. <laughs> yeah, I cootie- ain't calling no. I knew like I'd catcher. heard people say that, but we definitely called it fortune teller. And bitch, I lived by it. Like right? whatever that thing said, that was gonna come true. <laughs> don't let me play mash, bitch. Because where's my mansion? I'm still, I'm still waiting, waiting on mine. I am waiting. Where? Where is it? I need to ask Jose right now where my mansion is. Also, I just want to throw this out there. Where the fuck did Father Massey go this whole movie? I, he just dropped them off and left? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Where the fuck where is he Because didn't he come from the orphanage too? I was like... That nigga said, peace out. So you can stay in here? Okay, cool. That's fine. Women and children only. All of the girls almost immediately fall in love with the home. There's even a chairlift that Mr. Mullins created for his wife after her accident. Janice tries it out and rides to the top of the stairs. When she gets to the top, there's a girl in the background in the shadows. And that tripped me out. I was like, oh, okay. All right. First of all, this stairlift was so damn slow. Right? I'm like, you need to go um, ask homegirl from Gremlins. I can't think of her name right now, but you need to go ask her about her stair lift. But I don't know because she got yeeted out the damn window. But... I mean, we see what happens. <laughs> in this one. Oh, that shit was funny <laughs> as fuck. I would laugh my ass off. Oh shit, that mm-hmm. shit was hilarious. Um, before you go on, Miss Lady, um, Carol, Nancy, who the fuck put y'all in charge? Hello. Who told y'all? Now I understand, like. It's six of y'all. If you know you don't get along with somebody, it's probably not in your best interest to be in a room with them. But that room was closer to the stairs. So Janice definitely should have been in that room. And also, I don't even think it was they don't get along with them. I just think that they were being mean because she was different. 
Yeah, I mean, that could be it too, but I'm just like, a bully is a bully. Right. It don't matter. A bully is a bully. And I'm like, Kate and Tierney are tiny as hell. Right. And able bodied. But where are Kate and Tierney gonna sleep? In the bunk room. In the other room. Like, because honestly, honestly, you two Nick Nalls can go in the other room because y'all the oldest. So you two can go in the room with the bunk. And let the four younger ones stay in this room. Sister Charlotte, where are you? Where are you? Because who put these two in? Letting charge? them sort out their shit. And that other girl said, Y'all ain't gonna, I, y'all promised me y'all wasn't gonna treat me differently. I really don't think she should have made that promise, but. No, that, she didn't say that to everybody. She, she, said, yeah, she was only talking to Linda. Yeah. Well, look, when she said that. Oh, well, I'm just gonna extend it to everybody. Because they sure didn't treat her any differently. Um, but them other motherfuckers was just bullies. Them older two girls was the motherfucker. I was hoping they were gonna die. I was quite disappointed. Sorry, y'all. After that whole little exchange with the rooms, Janice was feeling defeated. She done left the room and she went across the hall to a locked door and she was gonna attempt to open that bitch. But then Mr. Mullen scared her and showed her that it's locked and tell her tells her that this door gotta stay locked too. Then, you know, Miss Linda calls Janice into another room with the creepy ass dolls and asks her if, you know, she wants to be a bunk bunk mates. Meanwhile, we go to Charlotte. She's in her room unpacking and the dumbwaiter in her room opens by itself. And she gets a little freaked out for a second until Nancy scares the fuck out of her asking if the girls can go outside and explore. This results in a yes, leaving Janice in the room alone, sad looking out the window with little Miss B lurking in the shadows. When Janice turns around, her crutch that she left across the room by her chair is sitting right at her feet. And at first I was like, oh, B feels sorry for Janice. Uh-uh. I kind of thought that a little bit too. Y'all did? But I want to go back to um, Sister Charlotte. Cause she, so when we see her, we see her like holding up a blanket and some people, y'all was probably like, she got attachment problems. Like what the fuck is this blanket? Cause it never comes back. So what they did, and it's crazy cause they actually filmed this. So she had a whole backstory when she was becoming a nun or when she decided she wanted to be a one, she found out she was pregnant. So she put the baby up for adoption upon having it seven years later the kid drowned like under the sheet of ice and it was going to be like more happening with this plot right so there's like there's like one scene where she's in her room and she heard like scratching and when she gets up there's a fucking shadow of a little kid on the floor trying to like scratch at the ice and get out the ice and then looks at her and goes mommy I would have why the fuck did they take that out the movie? <laughs> they should have kept it. No, they should have kept that in the movie. It was a few other scenes that they had, like, it's a scene later that they had that she has an encounter with her son as well. And I'll talk about it then and there. But I'm like, oh, y'all should have kept this in. But I guess you got to have that one person that kind of like you got to make them believe. And if they had had that going, it would have, I don't know. That's probably why they took it out. That's what I would guess. Oh, to go back to old girl, I thought B was going to knock her ass in the head with them crutches. Um, I, I immediately thought that shit. I wasn't like, oh, she finna help. That bitch been lurking in the shadows a couple times now. I was like, oh, she finna knock the fuck out of you. But nothing happened. 
That night during dinner, Mrs. Mullins rings the bell for her husband to come assist her. As Mr. Mullins goes into the room to help her, Carol nosy ass sitting in the hallway, staring in the room, trying to see what the fuck going on. Just nosy. Like, I, the first time I seen it, I thought I missed something. Like, maybe she was, like, coming from the bathroom or maybe she, like, got up to pick something up. No, she legit stood up to look at what mm-hmm. was going on. Like, full on nosy. I said, sit And because sit she down. was being nosy like that, the lights flickered. Mind your business, bitch. <laughs> she didn't even try to play it off. Like, she was literally like... And she was lost because she was she is literally mesmerized. She seen that sheet. She said, what's behind this little sheer curtain? Girl, have a seat. Later that night, Linda and Janice are so cute saying their prayers. But ultimately, Janice can't sleep and gets a note slipped underneath the door that says, find me. Based off the beginning of this movie, we know this is B because she likes these little notes underneath doors type situations. So when Janice gets to the locked door, that she's not supposed to go into, another note comes sliding from underneath the locked door that says, in here, and the door unlocks. And at that point, I would have been like, hell no, and went back to bed. Um, I wouldn't have answered the first <laughs> tag. Now, too. I know you haven't seen the first movie, but if you know, you know. If you know about these little notes, you know about these damn notes. And no, because who, like... My thing is, I would have been like, oh, well, obviously it has to be one of the girls. So I would have picked up the note and been like, who left this? Like, is one of y'all up? Like, hello. My thought would have been to go to all the other rooms that I know people are in. First of all, sis, you doing a lot. And I'm not saying just because you have polio, you can't. Or like, if you're disabled, you can't. But I'm like, you doing a lot of fucking moving around. This all could have been avoided if you sat your ass down. I'd have been asleep. I was a hard-ass sleeper. I wouldn't have woke up. And if I would have woke up and happened to see a note that said, find me, I'd have been like, ooh, not my problem. And went back to sleep. Janice goes into the room against all better judgment. And we see that it's B's room. She finds a dollhouse replica of the Mullins' home. And it happens to have a key hidden inside the replica closet. Janice takes that key and opens the door to the matching closet in the room. When the door opens, there's that damn doll sitting there in the dark looking fucking creepy. Janice closes the door. Fucking stupid. There we yep. Stupid and fucking creepy. Janice closes the door and locks it multiple times to no avail. So defeated, she takes a sheet and throws it on top of the doll. And then continues to explore the room. And it's like, first of all, why are you touching stuff? You already not supposed to be in there. You done took like you acting like obviously it's locked, but you got to know that these people probably be going in there from time to time for whatever reason. You just taking sheets off of stuff, opening stuff like girl, like no, no, you bold, real bold. bold. Because whatever is underneath that sheet comes to life and walks towards her, but then it dissipates into thin air right as Mr. Mullen sees she's in the room from outside. So she hauls ass to her bed and pretends that she's asleep, but then her ass knocks over her crutch. Right here, here's another moment. It's a real, like for real, for real, for real, for real, for real, 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 blink and you miss it. They cut it out, but they didn't like cut it all the way. 
So after the sheet walk towards her and you see is nobody under it and she sees Mr. Mullins, when she is one part where she like turns really quick before she leaves out the room, B is behind her and grabs her and goes, hide. Like when she sees Mr. Mullins and that's when she runs to hide. And it's so much more scarier that way than the way they cut it. But the way they cut it, if you go back and watch that scene, knowing what I just told you, you see B holding her shoulder, but you just don't like fully see her because they cut the rest of it out. But you can see it. But I wish that they just would have left it in there because you already got her being scared by nobody being under the sheet. She seen Mr. Mullins and then somebody just grab you on your shoulder and say hi. I would have been fucking skipping across the floor too. Emotional damage. It's the next day. And Carol, Nancy, Tyranny, Kate, and Linda are at the well when they trick Linda into playing hide and seek with no intentions of going to look for the girl. Then the crew goes into a barn and they see a scarecrow. And one of them, I think, was it Carol who weirdly beat up the doll? Or was that Nancy? I think it was Carol. Carol got on my nerve. She's fucking weird, though. Meanwhile... Janice decides that she needs to confess to Sister Charlotte for going into the locker room, even though Mr. Mullen said not to. She tries to tell Sister about the weird shit that happened, but she didn't want to hear it. And basically told her, look, you better not ruin this for all the girls. Linda finds a space to hide under the stairs. While she's in there, she sees that damn doll sitting in a chair in the dark. But not for long, because there was a demon behind the doll with his little weird ass glowing eyes. And it just all of a sudden snatched the fucking chair into the abyss. And rightly so, Linda fucking screamed and flew from under the stairs just in time for the other girls to quote unquote find her and tell her she's not very good at hiding. (laughs) Originally, the way they had taped this scene, cause I know a lot of y'all was probably looking like, well, why the fuck would you go up under them stairs? So originally they were going to play sardines. Have you guys ever played sardines or ever heard of that game? No. Whenever I hear sardines, I think of sardines and broken beans. The go-go song. So sardines is reverse hide and seek. So basically what it is, is one person is hiding and everybody is looking for that person. Once you find the person, you hide with the person. So now everybody's hiding in this one hiding spot until the last person finds you and then boom. So when um, Linda asked the other girls to play with her and they brushed her off, they was like, okay, cool. Well, we could play sardines and they was going to cheat so they could all be together because Miss Miss Charlotte, Sister Charlotte, while she's unpacking the room, finds them hiding and they're like, well, don't tell, don't tell, da, 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 da. And the reason that Linda, and I wrote Doris, and I kept calling this little girl Doris because her name is Doris in the other movie. But Linda, she thought she heard them under the stairs. So that's why she goes to the stairs. But when they edit it, they cut it. And it was hide and seek. And she was looking for them in the stairs. But I'm like, why y'all want to make my girl stupid? I just want to know why what that big ass red button was for underneath the steps was that for the chairlift or you only see that button like an emergency stop button it was underneath the steps so when she first goes into the crawl space under the steps there's like a red button because she goes like literally right underneath the steps and to look out the little Mm -hmm. 
peephole area thing and there's a red button right. like mm-hmm. right under and i wonder what that red button was for you know i don't know i would just think it's like an emergency stop but why would it be right that's there? What that's a weird spot too. for it to be it right yeah i'm like why would it be there so i don't know it can't be a demon like demon time the light come on mm. the light would never mm. go off it just seemed like a very suspicious crawl space because you could see from under the steps and i wanted to know what that room was really for besides being storage because i felt like it was for something mm. a little light demon worshiping as we know they do no, nah, John Nay is on a different wave. I know what wave she's on, but I'm not entertaining it today. <laughs> so wait, what are you on? I would like to know. No. <laughs> Why can't I know? You're gonna just keep me out in the cold. You just need to be on John Nay time. John <laughs> no. whisper it to move. me. And we move. So this is a throwaway scene for real for real, but after Mr. Mullins fixed the dumbwaiter door, Sister Charlotte showed him a picture of um, her and her nun friend. And then the creepy nun for La, La Lorna was in the background. Okay, now time out. Because here's my thing. When Mr. Mullins was like, well, who is this? And she's like, oh, I never noticed. Well, of course, bitch, she in the fucking dark and you got to move the picture to see her. I wouldn't notice it either. Like, I just feel like that could have been done differently. Like, I feel like, I don't know, like the dark part of the picture didn't have to be so dark or maybe like the nun was like out of focus in the picture. I don't know. Like you literally had to like. That bitch is like a hologram. Basically. I was like, damn, okay. So he ends up leaving the room and he walks past the girls room and looked in. And I know that this was probably a strange moment for the girls, like while he's standing there staring at us. But for me, I was sitting there like, oh, he probably wishes that his daughter was. That's what I was thinking. Like he probably deep down wanted to interact with them, but he just didn't know how. I thought that was cute, too. Okay, I'm sorry. Later that night, Carol and Nancy are sitting on the floor under the fucking covers sharing fake stories about Mrs. Mullins. And B was not having it. Okay. The girls hear the bell, which is, you know, the signature bell when Mrs. Mullins needs something. And then their flashlights go off. They see what they think is Mr. Mullins, Mrs. Mullins outside of their sheet ringing the bell. But when they think that she's gone, someone grabs one of the girls' face. And then they scream bloody murder. Bloody murder. So Kate goes and turns on the lights, right? She's like, okay, why the fuck y'all screaming? And then Sister Charlotte and Mr. Mullins come and investigate. The girls are convinced Mrs. Mullins was in the room the whole time, but it's actually impossible because she hasn't been able to walk for years. And then right on cue, uh, the bell rings. And that's what the fuck they get for talking shit about B Mama. They really did deserve that. Mr. Mullins was offended. He was offended. He was like, um, my wife hasn't walked in like 12 years. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Like, excuse me. Also, why the fuck was y'all so loud in the wee hours of the night? Y'all was loud as hell. Just loud and rude. Two, y'all done sat here and told the demon everything to scare y'all. Mm-hmm. Like literally sat here and told the whole little spiel out of y'all mouth. And the demon was like, oh, bet. Thriller in Manila. Here I come. Hell, I'm glad when somebody did my work for me. They was really helping. 
<laughs> the next day, Carol is like, look, bitch, and shit happened. We scared ourselves to Nancy and Janice once Janice was asking what the fuck happened. Mrs. Mullins goes ringing the bell again, but this time Sister Charlotte goes to see about her. We see that half of her face is covered with a doll mask. But this time, Janice is eavesdropping and takes a picture of B and the doll off the wall. Later that night, Janice goes back into B's room once the gramophone starts playing. Linda follows her and accidentally hit that damn doll in the face. And this is when I knew Linda was going to get fucked up. I said, oh, girl, because when Annabelle came back and she was just glaring at her. I said, girl, first of all, can you imagine a demon like, bitch, let me turn this doll here real quick. <laughs> like... <laughs> Let me just go ahead and my thing is like just once again, why are you touching shit? Nobody, first of all, Linda, nobody told your ass to listen, here. Linda. Two, Linda, listen. If, exactly. If you're gonna come up in here, why are you touching shit? Nobody told you to pick up this whatever. I don't know what this damn ball blaster is called, but nobody told you to pick it up. That's what her ass get for trying to act bad. You know, she hit that motherfucker in the face and try to, to play it off like. Why are you trying to scare me? And the dog fucking looked at her. She's like, I, I got to fucking go. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> so Janice stays in the room to continue snooping instead of leaving well enough alone, despite Linda trying to convince her to leave. While she's in there, the door slams shut randomly. And then these puppets motherfucking come to life. Janice must not love her life because she snaps the fuck out of one puppet. And then the other one fell to the floor. But B isn't done. The dollhouse cuts on behind Janice and she goes to it and picks up the little figurine of B. Then B actually appears and like a dumbass, Janice wants to help her. And B is like, yeah, you can help me. Give me that fucking soul. And attacks Janice. Janice makes her way to a chairlift screaming, but the chair won't work until she fastens the seatbelt. Halfway down, the lift stops and takes her ass back up to the top. And then while she's sitting there unsuspectedly, her ass gets snatched up off the chair and then dropped with a thud onto the main floor. I got two points, y'all. First one, shout out to the Punch and Judy doll. Second one. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up too. With John Nables going so fast. I, did too. I was like, damn, I doing. You see my face when I got excited. I went like this. Yeah, I was like, I was thought she was gonna see her and go stop and she just ran. I was like, okay, I'm gonna pause this. But I thought it was crazy because like for the Punch and Judy doll, they had to get like certified puppeteers. Like apparently. You cannot like touch those dolls unless you are a certified puppeteer. Like you, like it's disrespectful apparently in that community, and they had to actually go get the people professionally able to do that for that one scene. I wonder how much that cost. Right. Also, the miniatures is giving me hereditary. Even though I know hereditary came out after this, but it was it was giving me hereditary. Also, Janice, baby, 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 baby. Why was the seatbelt not your first thought mm. when you sat down in the chair? Also, when um, B put her thing down, flipped it and reversed it and sent you back up, why didn't you just unbuckle the seatbelt? That was my second point, actually. It was when you were going back up and you realized you were fucked. Why the fuck you ain't just unbuckle it and roll? Because when I tell you I would have rolled my ass down the steps. Now, see, this scene, I do like the way this scene fucks with you, though, because... A lot of times you're sitting there knowing, quote unquote, what's about to happen. And then it snatches you to the left and be like, no, bitch, we doing this. Because when she got away 
first got on the chair and started going down, I fully expected the demon to be downstairs. So when the demon wasn't downstairs and she went back up and the demon was right there, I said, oh, shit. Hmm. She about to get snatched. When they yeeted that girl into the air, I was not ready. I, I said, oh, shit. <laughs> I, was I thought her ass had died because she fell so hard. She hit that ground hard as fuck. I thought she died. I thought she died. Like the sound that made. But you know, the demon was like, no, bitch, we got to keep a little life in you. I still need you. So you wish you would have died. How about no bring me back to the house? Well, she got brought back to the house the next day in a wheelchair, not able to walk. And Janice was like, yo, we need to get the fuck out of here. And of course, Sister Charlotte doesn't listen. But the whole time, Mr. Mullins is like, yeah, I'm not convinced that that was an accident. And Miss Mullins, I'm like, you, Nick. I'm going to get on y'all asses later. I'm going to get on y'all later. Miss Mullins literally said, shut the fuck up. It was an accident. We not going there. I'm not going to talk about this shit. You see this doll face? This is how fucking serious I am. Nothing happened. Keep it the fuck moving. Later that night, Linda sees this doll sitting in a rocking chair, just rocking away through the keyhole in the door of B's room. But when Linda opens the door, the doll is gone. So now Linda is shook, sitting in her room, facing the door with the toy Thule, because it's on site for this bitch-ass doll. And I'm just confused as to why she sat there with the door open, facing the dark. That door would have been closed. No, absolutely not. I'm like, girl, you bold. You are bold, because there is no way. No way. Even in my own house, at night, the doors closed. That hallway into the descent of darkness down the hall. Closed. I don't want to see that. Same. I do not want to see that. Linda got what the fuck she deserved because she just left the fuck alone. So she's sitting there shooting the ball out of the little launcher or whatever and reeling it back in like a little fishing pole until the toy was yeeted from her hands into the dark and she hears footsteps running towards her. So she hauls ass to the bed and hides underneath the covers, but then the lights cut off and then the bed shakes. So now she's looking below and there's footsteps leading from the door into the bottom bunk. But guess what? When she looks, the damn doll is in the bed below looking up at her. And then she sees the little demon hand reach, o- reach over and snatch the doll back. And then she just goes to bed. I don't know how Them she footsteps, did that. Those footsteps would have sent me the fuck off. No. As soon as you hear, no, no. Like, it's already bad enough for all my people that stay in, like, townhouses, apartments, brownstones. That's, like, sad by sad. When you hear your neighbors walking around, that's already fucking scary enough. Because you be having to remind yourself that it's them. Or fucking annoying. And it's not somebody upstairs. Like, no. Because my neighbors upstairs. Ooh, disrespectful. But, mm. anyways. There's a different cut of this scene, but I like this cut better. The other cut was just Janice rolling in with Annabelle sitting on her lap, but the footprints like appear after she rolls in and Janice gets in the bed with the doll. And that's when um, Linda leans over and sees the doll. But instead of Janice pulling the hand, you see the demon hand. I like this cut better because it's fucking scary because no girl, how the fuck did you sleep up there? Like Johnny said, because hell, I would have been calling sister Charlotte. I'd have been like, you don't see nothing right there? You for real? Well, come get me. I'm about to sleep in your room. Because, no. 
the next day, while everyone is outside, a demon rolls Janice into the workshop and dumps her onto the floor. I fully thought that Sister Charlotte left this girl outside by her damn self. I said, I know you did not, but then they showed a shot of the other girls. Them other girls Probably. didn't give no fuck. They literally heard this bitch screaming. I don't think that they heard her. No, they didn't hear her. They can't hear her. They this did. is happening yeah. in her. Yeah, this is happening in her own reality. Because this is Even the second the night- time. That's what I'm saying. This is the second time where she's screaming, running, and no one has heard her. Because no one heard her yeah. the night that she got yeeted out the fucking sky. Yeah. And they even show you scenes of everybody else sleeping in the house. So all of this is happening without, like, so you remember when Mr. Mullins came upstairs and Janice tried to close B's door back and it closed for her? It did all that on purpose. So, like, it was like none of that shit even happened. That po baby then. Never mind. I at least thought the folks would folks would hear or just ignored her. They didn't hear her until after the fact. So yeah. she on the floor. She's trying to crawl to her chair, but the chair gets flung away flung away from her. Now she's crawling around and then B ass pops up and crawls to her fast as shit, flips her over, and then vomits black goo into her mouth. This time when she screams, everyone hears her. But at this point, she's possessed now. So she lies and is like, I couldn't get out, but I'm fine. And now this confuses and worries Linda even more. They wanted to do that vomit scene practically. (laughs) In the studio, the studio was like, um, um, sir, (laughs) this is a Warner Brothers movie. Is this Warner Brothers? Yeah. Yeah. They was like, this is a Warner Brothers movie. I don't know what the fuck you think we be doing, but I am not about to have a kid throw up in another kid's mouth. We not doing that. So they had to do that with CGI. But also Linda, girl, you smart. Because when Janice turned around and said, I'm fine, Linda looked at her and was like, bitch, no the fuck you ain't. (laughs) You should have vocally said something, but I called it. I saw your eyes. Your eyes were in distress and I seen it. The next day, Linda tells Mr. Mullins that Janice has seen his daughter after going into her room and finding the doll. He mad, but it's too late for warnings now. He goes inside and sees that damn doll sitting at the table with the note that reads, found you. Now here comes Janice singing and transforming in demons and shit, breaking Mr. Mullins' fingers off the cross he was holding. Unfortunately, his ass gets killed and Sister Charlotte is the one who finds him. I liked this scare too. Um, once again, Mr. Mullins was offended. It was like when Linda said that he, when Linda said that Janice seen B, he was just like, why do y'all keep, why the fuck do y'all keep bringing up my daughter and my wife? Like I keep telling y'all, but it's only because he fucking know this is true whole time. Um, when Janice comes rolling in her wheelchair and then stands up that scene really did something for me even though like I said if you've seen lights out then it kind of I wouldn't say ruin it but you you're not as affected because you've seen it done before but it still looks good because when she got to crack a lacking and growing up I said oh bitch you in trouble I love that banana peeling scene with his fingers that shit was amazing them motherfuckers was just rolling I'm, I'm I'm bending my fingers, but they can't bend like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That night, Janice is asleep on the couch with the doll on top of her. When Linda snatches the doll off of her and runs off to the well to throw it in there, only for her ass to get, almost get yanked inside of the well right after the doll 
but she was saved by Sister Charlotte. Then back at the house, Linda is too excited to tell Janice that she got rid of the doll. But lo and behold, the damn doll was waiting for her underneath the covers on the couch where Janice was supposed to be. So Sister Charlotte snatches the doll by the neck and marches into Mrs. Mullen's room looking for answers. And Mrs. Mullen freaks out about that doll because she knows the devil is in the doll. I want to hear a story. For a second, I definitely thought that um, Linda threw Janice down the well. Like I knew, I very well know that that's not fucking possible, but only because the thing started banging, trying to claw its way out. And then when she ran back, the doll was there. So I was like, oh shit, like did, did the demon switch places? But also Linda, baby, why the fuck would you look back down in the well? What made you do that? You were doing so well. Like, you were doing so well. You took the doll. You ran to the well. You said, fuck you, Sister Charlotte. I got to get rid of this doll. You dropped the doll. Why did you linger? Sister Charlotte, I don't know where. Actually, I do know where you got your nun training. And I think every nun needs to go there. Because, baby, when I say you are quick on your feet, quick. She grabbed Linda, shut the well. I don't know why she was asking questions after, but quick on your feet. And I loved it. So y'all want to hear a story? Sure. Why do you say sure like that? Like you were so apprehensive about my story. Because it has anything to do with this doll. No, Annabelle, Annabelle ain't I looking no more. She fucked up looking. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, because she's she's not I anymore, but she was in the beginning, at least the first five minutes of this film. Um, <laughs> but I digress. Um, so there was this well, but they don't border it up now. And it was outside of this gas station. It was by the S-curve. And this motherfucker, we had stopped there for some reason, almost running her mouth with somebody. And this well is always fucking closed. Like, it's like a little house built around it. I'm, I'm doing the dimensions of a house. It's like a little tiny house, like a dog house. But it's always closed. Like even now, it's like kind of sealed closed because something or other, somebody fell in the well at one point in time. They didn't find him in time. I'm not joking. They died in there. Um, so they said that the well was still like haunted or something. And so whenever we go by there, motherfucker was telling me like, you know, don't go near there. Don't go near the well because it's haunted. You could still hear the person in there. Yeah. So in my hometown, there's a well where someone fell in. And it's haunting it. It's still haunted. The well is still closed. Yes. I will take a picture of it and send it to y'all. I was fully expecting you to say that you went just to go test the waters, but I'm glad you didn't. Oh, no, you can't. The well's closed. Like, you see the well in the the box that it's in, but it's still got a board in front of it, so you can't go in it. So let's get into this backstory. Mrs. Mullins explains to Sister Charlotte that her and her husband made a deal with who they thought was Annabelle. They allowed this entity to move inside of the doll to live forever. And then they realized after the fact that, lo and behold, that was not their baby girl, Annabelle. And this demon tried to take Mrs. Mullins' soul and snatched her eye in the process and half of her face. It was a good thing that her soul was able to be saved before they locked the doll away in that closet where Janice found her though. So like, how did she even get saved? Who knows? Like, I'm just like, that's the story. Like, 
how did we get here? Because damn, you evaded this one time. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Then the real piss off in all of this is we find out that Annabelle's name isn't even fucking Annabelle. This is what I was talking about. Oh, the doll? Shows and shows ago. Yes. Like before I was educated on the matter, I had heard something about this and I was like, what? That makes no sense. B is Annabelle. Yeah. yeah. First of all, first of all, how did y'all even get B? Which I can see it. Let me not, let me not do that. I can see it because she called her a busy bee. Have- so that's mm. why. Well, no, I'm just, I get that. I get that. I get all of that. I'm just saying I have a student named Annabelle. I call her Belle Belle. So I can see me eventually getting down to B. So boom, I see that. And it's even cute because they got bees all over the damn house. If you notice, it's bees on the stairwell, it's bees on the stained glass, it's bees everywhere in the damn house. Okay, that's cute. That's fine. The doll's name is not Annabelle. The doll doesn't have a name. Until... Annabelle gets to it. Right. So what the fuck? Is oh, Jesus, child. Okay. Like you can't even be yourself because you don't even know yourself, girl. Like I like how you put right. be in there. That's who that is. Mm. I just want to. Never mind. B makes a comeback in the um the third one. She in it. Well, that's good for her. The rest of the girls were sent to look for Janice, and they found her in B's room having a tea party with the damn doll when the bell in Mrs. Mullins' room goes off. So they go, and they find her nailed to the wall, dead, with the lower half of her body missing. I like um, <laughs> Janice. <laughs> Possessed Janice is fun. Time to cease from sing, Carol. Bitch, she's been waiting on you, Carol, because you've been fucking with Janice for a minute. And she is, <laughs> I feel like a little bit of this is not possessed Janice. I feel like a little bit is, a little bit, a little bit is real Janice, like taking her revenge back because she was like, I right, bitch. And the demon was like, all right, look, listen, I know I took over your body and your soul, so I can do you a solid. I can get rid of the goddamn bullet for you. It's all right. I can do you this one. Also, when they ran into Mrs. Mullins' room, I'm like, Y'all didn't smell that? Y'all telling me, because I, when y'all first opened the door, I seen all that blood splashed everywhere. Y'all didn't smell that? Y'all didn't think nothing was wrong? Okay. Everyone was bloody as shit. (laughs) At this point, Sister Charlotte is like, okay, yeah, it's time to go. But Janice is walking now and shows up with a knife ready for war. But just like a true prayer warrior, Sister Charlotte immediately goes into prayer. But that didn't stop Janice from making her levitate and then flinging her ass into the goddamn wall. Kate and Linda run out that room so fast, but Linda falls and gets yanked into darkness. And then Kate was like, yeah, nah, and then runs away. That shit was so funny. This is the part where they was going to have her son instead of Janice walking out into the room. It was going to be her son walking into the room and saying, mommy, didn't you know I drowned? Why weren't you there? Why didn't you help me? And that's when she started praying. Because she like, the fuck? My seven-year-old son is standing in front of me and shit. But I don't know which one I would have liked more. Two things. Sister, I don't think you on the floor no more. Because when she was sitting there, I know she felt that shit when she was praying. And she was just going to work with her words. 
and her feet was just off the ground. I'm like, you don't feel yourself just rising up. And I don't think it's the, the power of your prayer that's doing this. I really think you should, you should open your eyes because you, you fucked. Number two, when old girl got asked, oh, you want to you help her? You want to go get some help? Or you want to help me? When I tell you I would have cartwheeled my ass down them steps, I'd have been fucking gone. I felt her when she ran. And I'm glad that she left alone. Um, no, 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 no. No, because you said you would have helped the villain. This ain't the same type. This is a demonic possession. This is not a killer. killer. This is a different type of beast. This motherfucker ain't got no beef with me. I am going to live either way. Isn't Jason considered a supernatural being? I ain't no priest. I can't do shit about a demonic possession. There's nothing I can do but die. You can't do nothing but die with Jason. I, I know I preface this by saying if a bunch of people and that nigga dying, can teleport. I, I said if a bunch of people was dying, I was gonna take myself out, y'all. We have three situations: either I'm a help, I'm a flee, I'm out of here. That's it. How the fuck I'm but a help on a demonic possession? The I can't help, help you. She handed you the knife. She said, do you want to help? This is different. She just said. That's what I could do for you. Yeah. No, it's not. If you can't, Annabelle's asking you. And you said, I don't know what she the timestamp is right now. And girl, it's pending. She, but you said that you would help the villain. This is a villain. It don't matter if it's a demon or not. You said you would help. The villain just happened to be possessed by a demon. She looked at Kate, said, "Hey, because you want to help." I know, and she and the villain would probably be like, "Oh, you help me, I'm gonna do you a favor. I'm gonna help you out. Boom, be free." Which probably would have happened to Kate. We don't know. I could be free in this one too, and I know I have stated stated before my take on demonic possessions. There is nothing you can do about them. Not one goddamn thing you can do to change what's happening. I've said it before. Yes, but the the part that you're missing is that you're not the one who's possessed. Homegirl is already possessed. She's possessed. No, asking y'all got you, beef. Y'all, y'all don't have that shit. I'm not gonna go person. get no help to help her, but I'm leaving. I'm out. You said that, but you just said at the beginning of this episode, I'm helping the killer, helping the killer by helping myself. I'm leaving. I'm removing Brittany from the situation. I'm not going to help you kill this bitch. She already tormented her up and down a damn dumb waiter. She tormented Donnell that bitch. She tormented that bitch up and down a damn. What? Donnell going to eat you up. Donnell, you better eat hold. You, up. you better hold. Donnell about to be on your head. He's going to be on you. He is. Oh, you're right. But it's all right. Because I'm not Our helping resident this situation. D-180 I cannot. Fun. He about to make edits, all of that. It's about to be over for you. It's fine. Now it's not safe for you. I know that I said what I said before. I don't fuck around with demonic possessions because there's nothing you can do with them. Nothing. There's a caveat for everything. My fucking around and helping don't apply for demonic possessions. Mm -mm. Except if I'm a succubus. That's a villain. That is a villain. That does not qualify mm-hmm. at That's all. Anyways, this is a demon. 
They got smoke for everybody. I just, I ain't got time for this. I can't, you can't trust a demon. Okay. So I see that. I see that right now. You can't. Oh, fuck you. You calling me a demon? Did you not introduce yourself as one? I said I was a succubus. Is that not a demon? Tomato smile. I feel like we're arguing semantics at this point, and I feel like we should continue on with the episode. But I'm gonna say what I said. You do not fuck around with demonic possessions. I'm cartwheeling down the steps and leaving. So yes, in this one case, you got me. I'm not gonna help you kill anybody. I gotta go because clearly my soul is on the table. Then I'm not gonna do that. I need to keep this. I mean, she already had the soul. I mean, that, that wasn't the soul that she was. wanted, though, because you see, she was like hopping. the Kardashians, right. living life. She was hopping around. <laughs> this bitch been hopping. I don't know. Trust me, she, she does not so. stay in one place. I don't know this girl's she life. doesn't stay happy. This bitch is just renting. She's not trying to buy. Anyway. Carol, Nancy, and Tyranny run to the truck to try to make a getaway, but the truck won't start, and whole time, the scarecrow that they've seen before is alive. At this point, Kate joins the group, and they all run into the barn. Carol is the only one that makes it into the barn when she realizes that the scarecrow is in there, and the door's shut, and her ass gets locked in and terrorized by the demon until Nancy saves her ass. I was like, I bet you won't never be mean again beating on that scarecrow like that right oh you talking about the other girl never mind back in the house linda escapes via dumb via dumb waiter into the mullins room where a demonified mrs mullins tries to attack her so she takes her ass back into the dumb waiter only for the demon to try and stop her she escapes barely but now she's looking for sister charlotte while janice is still looking for that ass whole time why she hid in the closet with the doll and then Janice found her? In the I said Linda. Linda, girl. Girl, girl, girl. First of all, Janice was fucking with you. Janice knew where you was the entire fucking time. She was just letting you simmer for a little bit. But when you turned Annabelle's head, I said, did that really make you feel better? Because I'm still going to be shook that I'm even in the same room with this bitch. Like, <laughs> First of all, what the fuck girl, you turn her head no. for? She's mm-hmm. already seen you. She know you in there. What the fuck? She just gonna forget you was in there? Like, let me just turn your head to the side and you just no longer pretend like you do not see. Mm-mm. And also, that bitch got some good upper body strength to sit here and hold herself up while this motherfucker yanking down in the dumb waiter so she can go in all the way up. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, is this that part? I yeah. was cracking up. When Linda <laughs> popped that demon's fingers, get back. The man said, Get the fuck back. <laughs> That's the only props that I had to give her in, this, in the scene. Was the fact I that said, she hands. Hell no. But thank God for Sister Charlotte because she just showed up in the nick I of told time you. with the doll. She in had her that hand. bomb nun training. I don't know how the fuck she apprehended Janice so quick. I'm like, why you ain't do this earlier? Like, hello. But she got that rosary on that girl neck hella quick with no problems. Yep. Yep. You did that asses right into the closet. You probably said this, but I just forgot to say something about it. Janice 
you creepy as fuck for stabbing Miss Sweetie Susie, whatever the fuck her name is. You ain't had to do that. That was doing a lot. You did not have to do that to um, Linda like that. You know why I like her so much? She looks just like you. Stabs her in the, the eye. Doll face. You did like, not damn. have to do that. This is real personal. Okay. Yeah. But Sister Charlotte and Linda were able to escape the house, but then all of the lights bust on the house. It was giving poltergeist. But then the police... Yeah. But then the police show up and investigate, but there's no trace of Janice. And then Father Massey blesses the house. And now the doll is just a doll. So you just decided to come back. After all this, Father Massey, where the fuck were you this whole entire time? Also, um, Janice, sis, how the fuck did you get out that... First of all, because here's my thing. We saw that you could have just walked around under the stairs and went out that door. Why you claw your way out the... No, man. Do your thing. At another orphanage, Janice has now changed her name to Annabelle and gets adopted by a new couple, Mr. and Mrs. Higgins. They gave her a Raggedy Ann doll, which is fitting because, you know, like we said, that's what the real doll is. Fast forward 12 years later. Before you fast forward. Um, Mr. Officer, you see how fucking wrong you are? Oh, she's just throwing the doll. No, in the no, trunk. no, no, no. She's a little oh. girl. She couldn't have gotten far. Bitch, she's possessed. What the fuck do you mean? Did we all just forget? Did we not That's mention that mind. she was possessed? I don't think he believed it. Probably. She, she, she couldn't have gone far. Um, this bitch clawed out of a closet. I, I, I think, I think she's on the run. Fast forward 12 years later. Annabelle is all grown up and kills her adoptive parents with some weird ass nigga. And then the neighbors go investigate and we insert the credits and that is the end of the so movie. So here's the thing. John A doesn't know this, but this ties into the whole first half of the movie. So me and Brittany can handle this for you. So what cool. starts happening is when you first see the adoption agency, you looking at the parents really? like, hold up. I know you niggas. Y'all look real fucking familiar. And then you see Janice name herself as Annabelle. And you're like, oh shit, girl. I don't know how I went through this whole entire movie and didn't put two and two together. So then when it flips to um, 12 years later and you're seeing those pictures of Janice grow up in Annabelle, you're just like, okay, this whole shit looked familiar to me and I don't fucking know why. Then... As you just watching the scene, it just all starts clicking that this is from the first movie. Like my mouth was on the ground and I love when movies do this. So you always go win points with me when you do shit like this. At the end of the movie, if anybody stuck around, mid credit scene, we go back to the Mullins house and you see Annabelle just fucking sitting there. Just fucking sitting there with her theme music. I can't believe this bitch got a damn thing, but with her music. And she literally slightly turns her head right as the screen cuts off, but I still think the demon did it. Then if you stay all the way to the end, you get a little nun intro. A lot of Easter eggs in this movie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I stayed to the end. I only stayed to like the, the mid credit when the head turned. And I was like, all right, I'm done with that. <laughs> yeah, the nun's intro was pretty cool though. It's like just 
they're in the cathedral where Sister Charlotte got her training and the nun is coming down the candlelit hallway, but as she passes the candles, the candles blow out. And the closer she gets, she you can t- kind of see Two did a good job real. of connecting it to one That's and three. I'm not going to spoil three for y'all if y'all do plan on watching it or not. I just had to finish watching it for continuation purposes. But um, but really right. and truly, when he was talking about how it, the doll was just a conduit, and I mean, that's, that's that's all it is, is that she's a herald of, she's literally just a herald of bullshit. Mm-hmm. If you right. see that doll, um, you're fucked. Really and truly. But I mean, you learned that in the first movie and you learned it in this one. The doll that's there, the demon fucks you up. That, that's all it is. I have nothing else to say. The demon will fuck you up if you see the fucking doll. So it's in your best interest not to see the doll. And if you do, ain't shit you can do after that. Peace out, homie. It was nice knowing you. Ratings. This movie has a 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, the 71% are Rotten Tomatoes, and 85% of Google users like this movie. All right. Who going first? As much shit as I talked about this movie, you guys are going to be very surprised to know that I actually fucking like the movie, surprisingly. Um, I thought that the scares were well done. I already like David of Sandberg as a director, so that was a win with me. Um, my girl Lulu was doing a damn thing. Talitha as Janice, girl, you did your thing too. Um, with that being said, y'all gonna look at me sideways, but I'm gonna be real honest with you. Um, I'm gonna give this one an 80 because it I was actually fine with it. Annabelle's still a bitch, but she can have this 80 though. When she would talk shit in the group chat earlier this week, I thought it wasn't going to be an 80. That was going to be something. Yeah, no, like y'all know me. I ain't never no hater. I could talk as much shit, but I got to give credit where credit is due. And when I saw this for the first time, there were scenes that literally I got either I got goosebumps or I audibly responded. And I was like, oh shit. Like, so like that geek, when she went up into the air, wasn't expecting it. Like, <laughs> You know, y'all know me. When she got hit by the fucking car. Yeah, I'ma talk shit, but I'ma also give you your props. And Annabelle, you still a bitch, but like I said, you can get this score. Okay, so I can't I can't rate it no 80 because I don't watch it a couple times. So her newness one wore off. So she don't went from the oh eye God. looking doll in the beginning of the movie to the doll that they claiming she looked like in the beginning of the movie, but she really liked it. It looked like that at the middle and end of the movie that's when she really didn't look I she looked kind of fucked up and raggedy but she looked I in the beginning beginning um I'm sorry I can't let that go so I'm gonna have to get this movie a clean give it a 70 yeah it aged well I like it so I gave this movie a 70 as well it was a decent movie and that's all I have to say about it because fuck Annabelle and fuck dolls. No, no, let's not say fuck dolls though. I love dolls. <laughs> All right. I don't. But anyway, are you ready to go to the souvenir shop? Hell yeah. Let's go. Thanks for riding. Before you go, take a detour into the souvenir shop. Do not want anything from this movie. Well, we ain't selling no damn Annabals. Annabals, whatever. <laughs> Annabals. Annabals. <laughs> if anything, 
if anything, the little um, coochie catcher. That's what I'm going to call it. I would do a cootie catcher. I want a little scarecrow. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Don't look at me like that. It's the souvenir shop, and this is what I'm bringing to the table. You see how it has the little indentions for the eyes and the mouth? Marketing gonna look at that like, what the fuck? <laughs> Let's run these park announcements. All right, we have wrapped up our theme and we are done traumatizing Jane for two months straight. Hello, <laughs> thank you. And so since you've made it to the end of the episode, you know that means that we are now going to announce our new theme for May. With this theme, y'all know I love my theme names. And once again, I just thought I was really, really clever with this one. Our theme for May is Call Me Maybe. So all month we'll be getting into horror movies that got something to do with a little phone call and give you a little taste of what we'll be doing. We're covering 2002's The Ring. One missed call, but we haven't decided which one yet. Our patrons are going to decide that one for us. We got a movie from the 80s called I Saw What You Did. This one a little deep cut, but I hear it's a fun little ride. And to wrap up the month, I didn't think we would be doing this one so soon, but we are doing 1996's Scream, and that show is going to be packed to the brim. I'm not telling you what we all got planned, but just know that one's going to get us into some shit, and I cannot wait for it. If you want to keep up with us, you can hook up with us on any of our social medias at D180Podcast on IG, Twitter, and TikTok. Of course, hit us up on our Patreon for some exclusive content. And we'll see you next time when we get into our new thing. Call me maybe. Bye, y'all. I'm singing the song again next week. Make sure to hit my line.